The Big Story from The Straits Times on Money FM 89.3. Hello, I'm Olivia Quay. You're watching The Big Story. You can subscribe to our channel so you never miss a single episode. Let's start across the causeway where Malaysia reported close to 9,000 new COVID-19 cases. So as the country battles the pandemic, there's no resolution yet to its political crisis as well, with UMNO withdrawing support for Prime Minister Muhyiddin Yassin. Party President Ahmad Zahid Hamidi said Mr. Muhyiddin has failed to fulfil its conditions when it backed him to become PM in March last year, namely to spearhead economic recovery and effectively handle the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, here with the latest is The Straits Times' Malaysia Bureau Chief Shannon Teo. Welcome back to the show, Shannon. So yes, UMNO has withdrawn its support of Mr. Muhyiddin and it is the biggest party in the Perikatan National Administration. But... Are the odds in Mr. Muhyiddin's favour still in terms of how many MPs are still backing him? This is exactly the problem we have now in that because UMNO is split, we don't actually know how many MPs still support Muhyiddin. The Attorney General has spelled it out himself saying that while a component party in government has declared its intentions to pull out, it is up to the MPs themselves to determine who has majority. And hence, um, and I quote him, there is no clear facts pointing to a loss of majority. Now, uh, senior Perikatan National leaders, including AMNO's newly minted uh, Deputy, Prime Minister, Deputy Prime Minister, Ismail Sabri Yaakob, mm -hmm. uh, they were locked in discussions with the Prime Minister at his residence. Uh, and presumably, this is on how to deal with the AMNO Supreme Council decision. Now, it's important to note that not every AMNO MP is in the Supreme Council, which is uh, the top uh, decision-making body in the party. In fact, only 15 out of Amnon's 38 MPs are in the Supreme Council. And of those 15, some like Ismail Sabri, well, they're clearly of the opinion that they should stay in government. So how many MPs does uh, the President Zahid really have in his camp? Uh, this is not, uh, there's, there's no clear answer. People are estimating. And over the past year, all sorts of analysts and all sorts of reporters have tried to figure out what is this number. And it always ranges somewhere between half a dozen to 15, you know, somewhere around those range. But nonetheless, on paper, what we know is this. Muhyiddin had had 113 out of 220 in the lower house prior to Wednesday. Now, it, I think it's fairly certain that Zahid's camp has more than three MPs. And so this means that the prime minister would be just shy of the 50% mark, which he needs uh, if he's going to win any uh, uh, vote in parliament. So he has to eventually, Muhyiddin has to eventually show where he's going to get this extra support from. How this is going to happen, well, it, it could be done in parliament, it, it could be out from a declaration. Some MPs could say that they've now support, supported Muhyiddin. We don't know yet. I mean, we don't know what their plans are. It's still in pretty early stages of what is pretty much a full-blown political crisis. Well, Amno, uh, they want Mr. Muhyiddin to step down and an interim prime minister put in place ahead of the election. Shannon, who could hold the post? Now, Amno, they've also not named any candidate. They've, they've pointed out what they want, but they've not pointed who they want. Obviously, one of the things they've mentioned in their statement is that they won't back opposition leader Anwar Ibrahim. Now, Anwar has the largest bloc. Pakatan Harapan has 88 MPs. But if Anwar doesn't back Anwar, then it's likely not going to be Anwar. Some other names being bandied about include those from the Zahid's opposing camp itself. You know, they're talking about Ismail Sabri himself, Foreign Minister Hishamuddin Hussein, who has also been uh, recently promoted to, to senior minister. There are some compromised candidates we can think about, like uh, Tunku Razali. 
he is Amno's longest serving MP. This is still kind of like a, a dark horse uh, option. Um, and also one of the biggest proponents of something called a, a National Operations Council. The, the, the NOC was a body that was in charge during the last emergency in 1969. Now, the biggest proponent of it is uh, the former Premier Mahade Mohammed himself. So it's kind of a deal for him to take charge of things uh, for the third time in his career. He is due to hold a press conference at about 5.30. We're still waiting to see what comes out of that. And, you know, uh, we, we'll, we also have to see whether he's still uh, proposing that or maybe he's changed his mind about who he supports for Prime Minister. He's got a, a set of MPs behind him as well. Now, it could just be that uh, an interim Prime Minister moving forward doesn't even need a majority, you know. Uh, it could just be on a, uh, on a case-by-case basis. It could just be that uh, this leader is going to lead for six months, one year, just get us out of the pandemic, and then we go straight for an election. So it is very uncharted waters. At some point, uh, one presumes that the king himself is going to have to get involved. So it's at least, uh, you know, three more weeks of uncertainty over in Malaysia with the with the next parliament session scheduled for July 26th. But what do these developments mean for that sitting? No one so far is talking about changing the dates. So we still have July 26th, the MPs are supposed to come back. Now, nonetheless, uh, there will be more pressure. It will be ramped up for some kind of test of the prime minister's uh, majority. He's, he, you can't preside over the house if nobody knows whether you actually command the confidence in the house. Now, whether there's going to be an actual confidence vote or, or something else, um, I mean, it's, it's, it, this is a political process. The politicians themselves are going to have to figure out how they're going to determine this. So, um, I mean, as you say, it's going to be at least another three weeks of political uncertainty for Malaysia. But I'm not betting that it ends at three weeks. There's probably going to be a lot more drama even after the parliamentary session. So hang on to your seats. Well, thanks so much for the update, Shannon. That was Shannon Teo, our Malaysia Bureau Chief. Keep abreast of the developments at straitstimes.com.